Hello, everyone, and welcome to In the Know 360, show hosted by me, Annette, the warm-hearted warrior diva. This show gives you insights on the journeys of high-achieving business owners and music artists who share with our audience the importance of building a strong community of like-minded individuals on the road to greater success. Today, we have a special guest. And his name is Cryptic. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, he is a native of Virginia, where I'm at. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> he was raised in Maryland. Cryptic also lived in West Virginia and Florida. He's an yeah. MC, a songwriter, and founder. Cryptic alongside Aunt and the Ancient Artifact, who I both had here on the show recently, are founders of MoCo Syndicate, also known as The Cindy, a super group or hip-hop collective established in February of 2021. He has a passion and love for hip-hop. Who doesn't? And the determination to be heard. I know that's right. Cryptic's craft uh, is magical. He is a true manifester with whimsical skills, both on the mic, <laughs> as we heard <laughs> this past week, uh, and his thought-provoking ability to write heartfelt songs through his unique lyrical style uh, and storytelling, and it will leave you emotional for sure. Welcome, Cryptic. Yay! <laughs> I don't have the sound or, you know, like how other people have their sounds or whatever in the background. Um, <laughs> th thanks for a little red and looks like Skywalker boxing. Hi. Thank you everyone for joining tonight. So, so are we ready to get this started? The show started? <laughs> All right, I have several questions for you, sir. So let's get to it. Number one, who or what inspired you to start your career in the music industry? Well, well, I've always been into music since I was like out the womb. But um, I think I started putting on the gears when my, I saw my cousin do it. Shuts out the odds, of course, but mm -hmm. he's like when I saw him, somebody that I was I was close to do it, made me like feel like all right, it's, it's about that time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've always had a passion to write. I was, you know, what I mean, I was a writer first before yeah. you know rapping and all that. So I just put you know mixed it too, like anybody else would do with that kind uh, of skill. Okay, okay, that's what's up. You're poetic. I, I also write poetry on the side, so. Ah, that's so cool. So, can mm. you uh, can you recall the exact moment that you knew you wanted to pursue this career path? Mm. Yeah. Two thousand thirteen. Huh. But I mean, my first like, I want to say introduction would be oh seven, really, because you know uh -huh. back then we had those flip phones. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we used to try to record recordings over them, and we was like try to like freestyle over a beat on a TV or something. Not, well, not the TV, but, you know, trying to say, like, you know, wherever you can find a beat at and then just pretty much record over 
flip phones and just yeah, make recordings. That's my, that's probably my first introduction of trying to do something as far as record my vocals. Oh, okay. I wonder how the the audio or the memo was back then on this phone on the flip phones. <laughs> was it rough? <laughs> Trash. But I mean, <laughs> at the time you didn't know that. You know what I mean? Because you know. <laughs> the time you didn't know that so it was like back then they was recording uh like songs for ringtones oh yeah <laughs> that's true key, you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah it was just the thing to do i guess it was a yeah. start you know let me get time. oh hmm? go ahead no i was gonna no. say i was gonna say uh was it a nokia phone because i had a nokia phone <laughs> it was a motorola oh it was like model though but it was definitely a motorola <laughs> yeah, that was that was supposed to be like the best phone back in the day. But anyway, before I interrupt, really interrupting you, what were what were you gonna say? Oh no, I said my first time in the studio was 2013. Oh okay. My first time ever in the studio. Like wow. How how was your experience uh, at the at your first time in the re uh, recording studio? Scared on the mic. I was like <laughs> me trying to rap on the microphone. It was just scared of the mic, you know, that's not really using my voice. And because I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I still get this to this day, honestly. But I'm like a monotone guy. Like I don't talk loud. I hate raising my voice for real. I'm more laid. You know what I mean? I just stay laid back, stay groovy. That's what I mean by stay groovy. I don't go up here with it. I keep it like indica level. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Uh -huh. It's low. You know what I mean? Not low. Mellow, like very white. <laughs> I love very white. <laughs> Deep, but yeah. Cool. So, what challenges have you faced during your journey and becoming a music artist? Challenges that I faced, really, just the. Uh, I mean, just that real day to day life, like that's outside of music. That most mm -hmm. challenges. You know? mm. Still, people got bills, you know what I mean? Still, yeah. you know, it's going through that and trying to maintain the creative spirit through all of that, you know. That's yeah. Really but I'm pretty sure everybody can agree with that. That makes, you I, know, every artist. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, sometimes you feel like this whole rat race, you just want to be like a nomad. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, I go on YouTube sometimes, and I'll be watching these nomads. I'm like, how do they live in their cars? And, and you know, like a van or something, they do DIY on that stuff. But I was like, that's so creative, you know? But I was, like, thinking about it. <laughs> hey, who knows? I don't like the hustle, whatever it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> so how have you persevere despite the challenges persevere i'm not really too keen on these big words right now what's it, what you mean by that what you mean by how that? did you how, <laughs> <laughs> how did you get over the hump you know what I'm saying like how did you oh. deal, how did you deal with it oh i mean i just stayed hungry at the end of the day i mean everybody you know i didn't you're gonna work that's not gonna. That's gonna keep happening to the day we die. You don't have to work you know, uh -huh. until you retire. So, I just focus on, like, just finding time. You know, we manage your time the correct way. Everything else kind of just falls in place. You know, and you just stay motivated. Right. right. Motivation that kind of can 
taint everything. That's so, so that's so true. Do you have it like a a routine that you do to stay motivated? <laughs> <laughs> now you know. After show you Vincy last time, <laughs> I kind of I worked the you know I I worked a whole lot and I still was able to pull that performance off. But it's the power of weed. <laughs> I stay I stay uh, uplifted with that. Like that kind of you know just I don't know I just chill, smoke weed, and pretty much just meditate when I have the time. I don't really do too much often like I used to, but I don't know. I just stay just do oh, my. Okay. Do your woosah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my woosah, pretty much. Just take a day out, step away, smoke a J, cool it. You know what uh -huh. I mean? But music, most definitely. I still listen to music. That's kind of like therapy to me in general. So I just, yeah. you know, that's like a practice. <laughs> yeah. Playing oldies, mostly oldies, because that's good for my soul. And that helps me come out with soulful records. So. Uh huh. I, yeah. I left uh, oldies for sure. So. Describe cryptic to the mm. audience. Yeah, we want to know. <laughs> yeah, um, how, how I came up with the name or just character, just me? Like, everything. Everything? Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I just like being, uh, as far as with my interests, I'm into all kinds of music, not just hip hop and R&B, of course, listen to like, I mean, my logo, which I came up with two years ago when I debuted, uh -huh. is pretty much uh, paying homage to the Rolling Stones logo, the kiss, you know, the uh -huh. tongue, you know what I mean? Like the lips and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to tap into all that. You know, I'm, I try to stay uh, colorful, like uplifted, you know what I mean? Just try to give you a happy aura, even though I come from a somewhat, like, dark environment background, like, mm -hmm. you know. A rough patch in life. Mm. So that's really what cryptic is. It's kind of just covering or masking the bad with the good. It's two different parts, two mm. different sides, but you're going to see the side I want you to see the most. And it's also a playoff of my horoscope, Gemini. I'm a Gemini. So, you know, we used to personality anyway. So I just, it's, it was kind of a no brainer. You know, and the word cryptic kind of, just means uh, the real word cryptic means like mysterious or just not easily read. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Could be, could be not type of thing. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Okay. So that, that plays into that name. I'll just say <laughs> that. So could you describe who and what is Moco Syndicate and also known as the Cindy? Okay, this is the part I was waiting on. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how we came up with that? <laughs> well, when we I first did the breaks with Anz and shouts out to Anz again, Audio. They're my little face, by the way. Anz and Audio Heem is literally, if it weren't for them, I probably wouldn't be who I am today as far Aww. as how far I became. I needed it. It's the powers. I don't know. They just came and got me. I was in the dark place at the time, too. And then they pushed me with that beat, that record. And I just kind of <laughs> took that and ran with it. Like, I just kept staying consistent after that. But uh, as far as the syndicate go, 
it kind of just started with my, you know, aunts coming through my crib a little bit more often. It was, we, we would watch stuff like uh, BMF, um, Raising Canaan, you know, but the main one we got was uh, Wu-Tang. I don't know mm -hmm. if you, you know about Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Of course you know. So That's they had a show. It. Yeah, they had a show on Hulu. We used to watch that. And that, it kind of raised my awareness, like, hmm, in a minute, well, you know, we got me, we got him, you know, mm -hmm. we got my cousin Breeze, I was the Breeze that too, but uh, and then Artifact, of course. Okay. We all kind of dropped our first, well, not well, not our first, not ours, just me personally and Artifact, for sure, dropped our first projects so like around that same time. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you know, mm -hmm. we was cool. We actually like friends and stuff. So we kind of just one day got to this, got to a studio together, Breeze and uh, Artifact working on a record called Idiom in German Town. Mm -hmm. And they wanted us on the record, me and ours. So oh. off, of that, off of that record. Okay. I proposed the idea of the, you know, because I came up with the name Syndicate really from Ice-T back in the day. He had something called uh, Rap Syndicate, something like that. But yeah, I don't know. It was just like one of those things he did back then that kind of, I don't know if it's still popping or not. I don't know. But I just thought about that name and I just used it and incorporated it. We had going on. And the word Syndicate really just means a group of individuals. But you know, superior individuals like each ball, like everybody's a boss yeah. inside this collective. Everybody has their own twists and turns and how they want to do things on their own. But we come together and it just okay. slide. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, he's part of the HHF hip hop fraternity, which is mm -hmm. really interesting. <laughs> hmm. So, <laughs> what experience uh, do you have in beating music? or playing an instrument? I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't too big on instruments. I was always interested in piano though. Oh. I never really got no lessons, so I can't really tell you too much about that. <laughs> oh, my, my only instrument is a microphone, <laughs> to be honest, like straight MC. Okay. And how about uh, any like reading music or anything of that sort? I was, tap I was going to tap into it in college, but uh, I don't know. A lot happened, so I ain't really get to fulfill that whole dream as far as on college. But okay, I mean, eventually I'm gonna type. Like I'm gonna have to eventually learn it because I do have an ear for producing. I just don't know how to go about all that yet, as far as equipment and the practices and you know, what comes uh, with being a producer. Oh, okay, okay, that's what's up. So, what process do you follow when creating music? Uh, I will, well, I'm such a chameleon when it comes to listening to music. I feel like I'm very influenced by what I listen to. As long as it sounds good, it's a good, good rhythm to me, and I jam to it, it could low-key be anything, and I find a way to like it, but I don't like doing that because I like music with substance. So mm. that's why I listen to a lot of old school hip-hop and stuff like yeah. that, or even just like those that continue that tradition today, like Kendrick or something like that. But mm. That's just all plays into what I listen to. About whatever song I listen to, I kind of base off those stories and I try to incorporate my stories the same way as far as how I'm delivering my messages. Because mm -hmm. I learn a lot from listening to someone I'm influenced by. I can't explain it, but mm. <laughs> it kind of gives me uh, many ideas of my own, which I feel like are original, by the way. Let's need to hear what it is. 
Yeah, I kind of, uh, while I was going through your album, I was like, oh, okay. I, I felt that, that soul and uh, old school hip hop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I try to, I try to stay like that, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm very big on making music that you like to listen to. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people just make music that other people want to listen to. But mm -hmm. like what's hot right now. I don't go with, I don't really follow what's hot right now. Like when it comes to music, I don't do trends because I'm still stuck in what we used to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's fine. Cause I'm like matching, you know, energy and all that. I can still do that new shit, whatever that is. I mean, it's a lot of different genres of rap now. I'm just hip hop, so I can't really speak on that. But shouts out to those alternative raps. Yeah, I definitely love hip hop, old school hip hop. Um, so which uh, platform do you find most, most invaluable as an MC and songwriter, virtual or in person, and why? <sighs> well, in person would be like shows and stuff like that, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like your most genuine connections would be more in person. Uh, so I would have to say virtual would probably be slightly not, I mean, it's it's useful, don't get me wrong, it's very right. critical for right now, but as far as the attention and fans you could be getting, um, mm -hmm. I just, in my personal opinion, feel like going to shows, which I've been yeah. doing lately, is just more of a genuine connection amongst other mm -hmm. artists and beasts when it comes to network. We try to network, do virtual, it's like a lot of scams, you know, people try That's to true. get in your pockets, you know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we need yeah. to talk that's what it is yeah definitely can dig that yeah but uh in person is uh very different it's it's cool to like have the virtual you know correspondence but then meeting uh both you and ancient artifact i was like okay okay <laughs> you get mm -hmm. like the whole live right when you're performing you get like that the you feel the beat on your skin because as the bass hits the wall, you get like the vibration and you get like the, the whole vibe, you know, the energy from people, from the other uh, singers and uh, musicians there. So yeah, that was definitely an experience for me. I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot to tell about the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. But no, I was there. Yeah, it was that was definitely uh interesting night because the mics was messing up on me. I don't know if you caught that. You you recorded it, but I don't think nobody caught it. But I was rapping the whole half of that song and it mic went out on me. And I kind of just had to switch off in the mid verse with artifact and I still was able to finish off my show. So that was pretty perfect. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh what do you call it? The mic was kind of cutting off on the other artists I I, I noticed. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> It was an interesting night for sure. <laughs> they might have to retire that mic. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, to, by the way, yeah, shout out to DJ Pony. Uh oh. definitely like doing them shows that he'd be starting up. That's just a, it's a good way to really, like I said, put genuine connections amongst artists. That's the yeah. perfect. Yeah, the DJs were fire, most definitely. Mm -hmm. 
It was on point. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, okay. I, at first, I was like, it's like uh, a radio, um, I don't know, 95.5, 90, whoever. Were they there or no? Because I was trying to figure out there was a lady, I don't know. Uh, I can't call it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like <laughs> 10 J's in that night. It was a long night. <laughs> That's funny. So think back to a situation, right? When you had a project and uh, it took longer than expected. And it was basically difficult to meet a deadline. What did you learn from that experience? Crazy. My first album. Into the Veil. I literally started that album in 2019. Wow. <laughs> I started it in 2019. It did not come out to 2021. Whew. And I had went through a lot in between that year and oh. 2021. So I lived in West Virginia some more since then. So oh, wow. COVID happened. You know what I mean? I was before COVID. I started before COVID and I finished it after COVID. It dropped after COVID. Wow, that is nuts. Yeah, a lot of different changes going on, definitely, uh, during COVID. That's for so, sure. Um, what I learned from that was just, hey, I mean, I believe in, well, I now believe in, I, I ain't always believe in it, but I do believe in manifestations and um, everything happens for a reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So all that I went through, between that time frame of when I started that album and right. when I dropped it, it probably wouldn't have came out the way it came out. If mm -hmm. I, like the stories that I was trying to tell on that thing, mm -hmm. was a accumulation mm -hmm. of experiences throughout those years. <laughs> so wow. I feel like, yeah, you can't rush greatness. Yes, in other words, you gotta take your time with that. Like this second album coming out with, I'm trying to drop this like 2022 years, like literally a year ago and I'm about to drop it this uh, Halloween. Wow. That's amazing. So so you take it took you like about a couple of years or so, uh, or less? Close I try to make my album I don't know. I, I be, I'm a hit. I'm not a, I don't know. I want to call myself a hit maker. I mean, I let somebody else call me that. But to be honest, I am a hit seeker. So okay. <laughs> every, every song of mine that I try to work on, that I take my Ian project actually, that I try to work on that's mine, I really take the time. The production has to, like, everything has to be mixed, mastered. Like everything has to be right. Transitions. I like. I focus on transitions. Like the one song has to play well with the next song. Mm. Like, that's how I build my track list. So huh. no one really knows this yet because I only came out with one album. Second album coming out again. Tell us from the cryptic Halloween. Chicken treat. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. I'm just, I've lost her words. So, all three of you, uh, yourself, Aunts, and uh, the Ancient Artifact, I'm just like, wow. You guys are amazing. Amazing. Two years running. <laughs> two years uh, running. Since amazing. established in 2021. <sighs> Wow. And it's crazy because our first song all together, Me, Ons, and Artifact, is was literally on his, uh, I believe, second album, if I'm not mistaken, Cold Winter. Wow. Yeah, I, I just, I just, you know, I'm excited because you guys have a unique uh, skill set to, like, I don't know how to explain it. You guys just mesh all together 
like a dish. <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, uh, really, really good spaghetti. I'm thinking of that Parmesan thing. So I'm thinking like spaghetti noodles. You know, you have to have the nice like temperature and boil the noodles right. And then um, so some, somebody's the noodle and then somebody's the sauce. <laughs> and somebody's the meatball and it just comes all together as a perfect spaghetti that you got to put the parmesan cheese up on there you know well, so anyway i mean we when it comes to artifact that's my bro like that's literally my brother from another brother so it's like he's just charismatic you know how he is charismatic funny, <laughs> still, talented and shit but you know he just you know, artifact smart and shit i'm more of the laid back like nonchalant Stay high, shit. Just be really just chilling. <laughs> I'll be funny. I'm, I'll be, I'm gonna be wrong now. I'll be on my funny shit too, but I don't try to be. I just be saying shit. I'll be rambling. I'm a rambler. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, that, nothing wrong with rambling. I ramble too. Shoot, I talk. <laughs> I, my dad used to say, May he rest in peace. He's like, You know what? I'll be like, What, dad? He'll be like, You talk too much. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm doing this. Who knows? <laughs> that's the time, you know. <laughs> oh, and he and he was a Gemini. He's a Gemini too. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely a Joker. Um, so share your experience in illustrating how your communication style makes you an effective MC and songwriter. Crazy thing is. I never took myself as much of a public speaker, nothing like that. I think I just feel more confident. Like I told you, I started off writing first. So right. I just feel more confident when I write something and then I go project that across, you know, the world. I just put that out in the universe. Whatever I wrote, yeah. the deepest meaning. I really meant that. If I wrote it, I really meant that. That's kind of how I feel, you know. That's kind of how I like form and illustrate everything as far as writing. I don't really use any form of communication but writing sometimes. I kind of keep kept yourself. I'm a small circle, really. Like, uh-huh. Cindy is my circle, so that's, they don't really get too much bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay. So what tactics do you use to stay motivated in producing inspiring new music? The tactics? Yeah, like you know, they're like a the smoking gun as as what they would say. <laughs> like to like maybe you could get the audience some tips on um what has helped you in writing your inspirational. As far as like just writing lyrics or just crafting a song in general. Yeah, crafting a song in general. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's like it's it's one of those if you got it or you don't type of situations because it's something yeah. really have to feel. Like if I hear a beat, I can hear a lot of beats. I ain't gonna lie. I I just be playing with it. I just freestyle over it and I say too much. Oh my man, artifact in the building. Hey, but lifting up with my guy. But no, nah, I just kind of just listen to the beat and if the beat moves me it will uh-huh. give me an idea or it will actually remind me of a song i was already listening to prior to that yeah. like a movie or something i listen to a lot of music so 
it was the sound that I'm huh. listening to would remind me of something of that. And I'll just uh. go the flow of that. You know what I mean? Oh. It helps me kind of preset how I'm going to write to it. Like, do I start off with a verse? Or mm. with a hook? If I do a hook, how should I do the hook? Uh. Should I start talking? Or should I, you know what I mean? It's kind of just, yeah. it's really mathematical. It's really hard to explain, but I'm explaining it. I don't know. It's just like. That makes sense. <laughs> it, it makes sense. I like that. I like how you project the what you're going to do from the beat and uh, stuff that you've listened to in the past. I really like that, how it works in parallel to your, it's like you're designing your song uh, through the beat and your experience. So, exactly. I, and it's, it's like, if you think about it, most songs nowadays are sample. They sample, or they have samples to them. Oh, yeah. So it's just kind of it makes it even more easier for me to write to stuff like that. Like, hmm. The sample, like it's the song that I already heard before that you just put on a new mix. I mean, I already had a verse ready for because I was rapping over. I'll be rapping over songs like actual songs. I don't even need a beat. I could just rap over a song that has words to it already. Just because I heard the beat, I, I can kind of like x out the words. You know? Wow. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, I remember um, there was like, <laughs> you were saying something, you were talking, and the, you know, hip hop music was playing. I'm like, oh, is oh, he yeah. ra rapping or is he talking? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> is he freestyling right now or is he, you know, what's he doing? <laughs> I ain't going to I don't think I do it anymore. I don't catch it, but I used to like <laughs> talk, but I'll be rhyming somehow when I talk. Yeah. And I don't rhyme. I just yeah. Rhyme. <laughs> That's so dope. That's so dope. It'd be so unintentional, though. It's kind of like rap to rats or some shit. Like, I don't know what you call that. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely a, a natural talent that you have. So, this is a math question, no, <laughs> kind of. Um, a client wants to invest in a professional studio recording, right? But doesn't have a large budget. How would you help guide them through the process? Mm. Well, as far as getting equipment, like to actually get a studio built? So um, like, for instance, if they wanted to do a song like you, right just mm -hmm. put out an album let's just say put out an album what yeah. would you got how what guidance would you give them <laughs> i tell them to take the ass to the cave uh to go see you know magic shuts out the magic you know what i mean 301 yeah no nah, for real like uh that's all i do is go to a recorder I, I can't tell you something i don't okay this is like I, you know what i'm saying really know like by experience right, right, i would right. tell you studio like it's a lot of recording studios around yeah. here i mean build your build a repertoire like don't just go to this studio that studio you know what i'm saying like try to be consistent once you find the one one engineer you like yeah. like you know appreciate they sound they work find that one and just keep going to that studio and eventually maybe you don't have to pay so much out of pocket for a studio session yeah. maybe just maybe yeah. it's all about relationships and connections that's true yeah, definitely. I definitely dig the consistency 
because it, it's like going to a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. It's not it's urgent. It, yeah. No, I say it's all about investing in yourself too. So yeah. it's like you gotta pretty much give for that money you're putting into that studio right. session or whatever you're trying to do. It's just all for you and what you what you deserve out of your craft. It's expensive. It's like shoes. Like it's the same kind of situation though. You're right. trying to collect sneakers, Jordans and all that is 300, 400, 500. I mean, it's all the same game. What kind of game you want to be in? That's all. Uh, so, I like that concept. Yeah. That's the that's shoe game. How about the music game? But I'm just trying to use that as an example. Like Yeah. No, that that makes a lot of sense. An investment in yourself will never go wrong for sure. I, um, <laughs> I mean, those days are nice, but <laughs> um, what's the first thing uh, that you listen to for like in a new recording? What do you, I know you mentioned transition, but yeah. what else, what else do you listen for while recording your new music? Love bass. There's definitely certain sounds I like keeping oh. in mind, but um. I don't know. I just it's just really a good pattern, a good like rhythm. Cause yeah. I my thing with most beats is I have to find I have to hear where the hook would be, where the chorus would be. You can okay. tell when the beat drops. If the beat drops a certain or like it, it, sometimes it might not drop. You kind of just have to freestyle it, throw it in there or something. But that's really where I'd rather try to uh try to have a preset beat like that where I can actually hear where like choruses is coming in pretty much go off of that because that helps me as an MC. Like I can I can play with it. Like I don't have to guess where this should go or that should go. I can now, you know, play with how I'm going to deliver this chorus. You know what I'm saying? Like just kinda out there for me. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Definitely have to learn uh where to put the your your lyrics yeah. and and you know. Sometimes that involves bass, like I said, or like a uh, certain snare. It just depends on the beat drop too. So I don't know. There's just a lot of I only I'm not really good with, you know, all the uh, like I said, instruments and stuff, but I just know what that sounds like. Those particular uh, things, snap, snares, and beat uh, bass. Heavy yeah. on bass for sure. Well, I'm sure as as many times as you've done it, you'll um it comes natural. So what's uh, one important lesson that you've learned in working in the entertainment business? <sighs> the, the lesson I've learned is yeah. to definitely like just be careful in what you invest your time into. Like don't trust nothing, <laughs> like anything at all. Just actually go with your gut as far as getting everything yourself like whether it be i mean granted studios is going to be there so you're going to always be able to take yourself to a studio and record but as far as like llc hookups or as far as like you know even um just depending on who you're dealing with like maybe camera like camera hookups music videos and stuff like uh -huh. that you really have to be careful on who you work with. that's so true Thank yeah, God, I like I said, I got audio. Thank God I got one of the realest. One that I yeah. played, you know what I'm saying? 
definitely get your uh, work. Hit him up for sure. His IG is that guy. He's amazing producer and yeah. amazing videographer for sure. Like, shot all my videos. All my videos is from that guy. It's amazing. So, you know, that's part of my legacy, my catalog too. So I mean, like I said, those two, my other face, those guys, it went you know really. That's how I carry it though. You know, they always get their flowers with me. They know that so. Amazing, yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, <clears throat> that video recording with you on the um, on the rooftop, like that was very. <laughs> how'd you get up there? <laughs> that, was, that, that was definitely an audio I did. That was um, talking about shroom love all the time. Yeah, that was I was in Florida uh -huh. around that time, and I ain't gonna lie. Uh, when I said I'm an intellectual showman, <laughs> I actually meant that. Like, I actually don't mind doing the unnormal, the abnormal. Not really abnormal, just on the roof, but most people wouldn't have did that. You know, especially my height. I'm 6'4". Like, niggas shouldn't be, a tall man should be on the roof. So, should not be happening. But I just did it because, I mean, I don't know. It was just a... I thought it was a vibe, and it, it wound up being a vibe because I was yeah. also low-key on shrooms that day, I believe. <laughs> it just felt right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's just get on the roof. Fuck it. So, like, okay. <laughs> nobody called <laughs> Nobody called 911. <laughs> no, I, I, went, I mean, like, I, was, I knew what I was doing. I wasn't going to fall or nothing like that. It was, you know. It's the old town route. Yeah, so I'm not trying to be funny, but like, did you come out of the window or something and get on the rooftop? Like, how'd you Ooh. do? Like, it was a staircase. Oh, okay. I just climbed over the little railing. Definitely was. I ain't gonna lie to you, but it it worked though. You know, we had to yeah. kind of go with Johnny Knoxville it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The whole point is the whole reason why I really did that is to I know what it is. I know what it's like to be on shrooms. So I'm trying to trip <laughs> you out the whole time. Oh yeah, shout out the uh, Good Trip Studios by the way, because I mean they definitely acknowledged right. the video I sent them. And I appreciate that. Cause I'm a you know. Big fan of them guys as far as the uh, hippie community or that psychedelic production. That's what I try to do with this video. Try to keep it trippy as possible, like trying to get you wondering why I'm on the roof, trying to get you to want to store dancing and shit. Why do I have a jacket on? Why do I have a coat on with no shirt on? Like just shit like that. Like <laughs> just trying to throw you off different colors, everything. Like I was just trying to. I ain't gonna lie. When I saw that, I was like, wow, this is really dope. I mean, I'm scared of heights, but I probably would do, <laughs> I, I would do something like that just for fun. I mean, you know, <laughs> and it, it, it's dangerous to be um, above, I don't know how many stories was it? It was three. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, that's very unique. I think that's what yeah. I honestly, I think that's what really caught my attention uh, between the being on the roof and your colorful attire. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, 
I ain't gonna lie. My whole goal with that, the whole colorfulness of how I'm trying to, my hair and all that, I'm just trying to steal the rainbow back, personally. Um, between me and you, I'm trying to steal the rainbow back. Like, You're trying to steal the rainbow I mean, back. Some people aren't using it right, and yeah, I'm a Crayola type of guy. I'm a, I'm a happy guy. I try to be happy for I was trying to smile. I ain't no, I'm not a dark energy. I'm not a dark spirit, so that's more so that colorfulness you get out of my videos or my attire or what I be wearing is essentially my attitude. I love it. I love it. She said, I'm afraid of heights too. Little man, <laughs> you're afraid of heights. I could go up by the firefighter side and get back down. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> but yeah, I really love that video so much. Um, yeah, definitely on point, especially with the the shoe music, the shoe love. That's like oh, one of my favorites. Um, the rain sample. I heard that sample. I was yeah. like, it sounds so trippy because yeah. it's evidently Candy Rain, but it just it sounds distorted. Like yeah. it sounds like, and I heard it on shrooms. So I'm like, yeah, this definitely <laughs> sounds like a planetarium. So I just used that. I just went with that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's dope. Everything, everything just smashed together like that spaghetti dish that I was telling you about. <laughs> so <laughs> if you were producing music, what would you be doing? Mm. Yeah. I'd be too busy trying to get samples cleared because I love the idea of sampling. And like the ideas I have as far as the records I want to sample, I know for a fact. Right artists, and I already know who I would put on them. That's what I'm saying. Anytime a beat I would make, I would know who I would want on it. Like, I would wow. know. So it's like I don't. I can't explain it. I'm not even. I'm not even going to like talk too much on the producing because I haven't tested. I'm not going to tap into probably for another decade. Maybe I don't even know. But right now it's like I do be trying to pitch things to. Uh, like the oh, like for example, my third album, I plan on dropping on Valentine's Day. You know, Aww. try artifact birthday by the way. Uh, I try to like, I'm trying to do this cryptic, crazy, cool. Album. I ain't even really said nothing about this. Oh, I ain't even shared uh, a cover yet. It's done though. But oh, okay, you know the uh, you know TLC. Yes, uh, I love TLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that red cover. Uh huh. Yeah, I redid that. That's me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh my I god. I see that soon though. I ain't gonna do that until I I ain't gonna even work on that until I drop the second album. Just from the cruises, but yeah, it's gonna be something to see. Wow. Well, I can't wait. Yeah, you know, I always often wondered your name, right? Tell us of the cryptic because I used to watch that growing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to watch that show growing up. You know? Yeah, um, that's like I seen. I, I'll be. I'm a big fan of horror, so I knew about Tales from the Crypt, but I just thought about like, oh, my name cryptic. Well, you know, that kind of makes sense, you know. Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the yeah. Cryptic, and it's yeah. tales, literally, it's like story, yeah. not just records that tells the tale itself. So this kind of made sense. It was like a, you know, I'm I'm fans of playing with names. Like if you know about that song Vibe Called Syndicate we did. Uh-huh. Where did I get that name from? Vibe Called Syndicate. 
Tribe oh. Called Quest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was just like, it was just perfect. I don't know. It was different. Like, same, but not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, to be, I like to play with words. You, but all three of you have a distinct voice. Like, I mean, I know everybody's unique in their way, but it, like like I said, it just it meshes together very well. So, but yeah, you have this, um, I have to think about it, but when I was listening to your songs, I thought about, I don't know, like British a little bit. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. No, like like the UK, like British. Mm-hmm. Like you can pass for <laughs> like a British brother. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> I know like and your voice too, you have like this uh English, you know, British type of voice, like a hint of it. Mm. I don't know if anybody ever told you that, but well you've been overseas, so I know you know. Well, I know you know what you're talking about. I just I, I don't hear it, but I mean yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to live uh, in Germany. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely here. And then just everything about you kind of, you have this uh, different vibe that not, you know, not a lot of people. Uh, I just haven't seen your vibe, right? The, the mm. last time I've really seen the, your vibe is like when I lived in Germany. So okay, kind of brings me back to high school, <laughs> high school days. That's another motive behind the Cindy too. I mean, we really just, MoCo Cindy is really just MoCo rejects, to be honest. Like we the people that you ain't really, really like respect back in the day, like in high school or middle school, you ain't really... Like you would associate with us, but you wouldn't. You would like kind of play us to the left, or you know what I mean. Like uh-huh. you're just fake on. You know what I mean? Just kind of fake on us or whatever, just because we're not really as probably cool or resonating with the other, uh, you know, people that's around us, like our peers or whatever. We're not as popular or whatever. The case was, so. I don't know. Everybody has their glow moment, of course, and that's yeah. what it is. We just some. Rejects that had a, we all had glow, our glow moment. We got sweet talented. We actually got something going on, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now we like Power Rangers and shit. Yeah, somebody yeah. <laughs> turned up on you know that's a. Don't be sleeping on the Cindy, okay. <laughs> for sure. So, how has the internet and social media influenced your career? You said social media. Yeah, how has the internet in general and social media influenced your music career? It made it possible for us okay. to um, put records out without having to really be signed. Uh-huh. Because, you know, a lot of people yeah. at one point felt like you had to be signed to be in a studio. Ah. Uh. To be honest, like, oh, well, we got a music video. You must be in good stuff. label you want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't think, thank God, I think social media, it it kind of birthed creators just in general. Not even just like like rap artists like myself, just like right. audio for like videog- videographers, uh, comedians. Like it just kind of gave us a platform to really lay it all out there. And we have tools like, you know, like distributions, like uh, DistroKid, TuneCore, you know what I mean? United Masses. 
these distribution deals kind of get us on these platforms like Apple. Yeah, it gives you a chance to try the independent thing on your own and just max up how you want to max up on it. You know, that's pretty much what it is. So it's a, it was an opportunity for sure. Like it, they made it possible. That's all I can really say about it. And then yeah, <laughs> it just made it possible. But it didn't yeah. really influence me or inspire me because I had this inspiration yeah. for internet. Is what it is today. Yeah, that's what true. Happens. Speaking about internet and and uh, social media, do you have some crazy DMs to come through? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you have some crazy DMs that come through your uh, message? Your uh, your uh, <laughs> like <laughs> like some stalkers or something. I'm just curious. You know, I haven't asked this question to any of the music artists, but I'm sure that you have this one or two. Or I don't even know. Well, you always get that one person that feel like, you know, you owe them some, you, you owe them something, whatever. Like oh. that one person that was probably with you when you was trying to make the music, and now you, they want to be a part of the journey, but they want to get credit for your journey. Like, it's only one or two people I can think of like that, and um, just you know, thirst traps and oh yeah, jumps, yeah, yeah, you know that that's that's you know that other half. Instagram that I don't care for too much. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so that's about it as far as the DMs. It'd be some freaky, like explicit stuff that I don't, that they want me to pay for or some crazy crap like that. You know, yeah. I mean, just some that's- hater. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> I've had some crazy people come through it too. No. I, um, this part of my phone be silent. I, mean, I don't really be that's too like funny. That. Too funny. So if you could change anything about the entertainment industry, what would it be? Mm, yeah. I don't know who's doing it. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to go there. No, I'm not even going to go there because this is a platform that I know many people can see. It's public. So I don't want nobody after me. (laughs) All I'm going to say is whoever is just letting anybody get on the mic, like just letting anybody get a deal, just just anybody that just say they can rap, can't even really rap for real. We're just letting them in there. Just like, hey, I'm going to make money off of you. Like, because at this point, it's just a money grab. I kind of miss when I'm kind of miss when hip hop or these rap in general took a lot of skill it took skill yeah story substance it took something like it took a you had to be ill like to do this you couldn't just be anybody saying anything and doing it it's just disrespectful to me and it always will be but that's just i'm you know i'm not alone in that i'm pretty sure people feel the same way but it's it's like can't tell these labels and nothing can't tell them nothing so yeah that's such that's so true. I find myself either listening to old hip hop or underground artists like you guys. Like I, you know, I, 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 because it's raw. It's just like, for instance, basketball, right? Yeah. I mean, you have like the NBA because I love basketball. You have the NBA and then you have college basketball, right? And I lean more towards the college basketball than the NBA because NBA is like Hollywood. You know, you're, gl- you're glamorous. You got to go there and 
you know, whatever, but you're actually seeing the raw footage of people going down the court, like for real. Anyway, and I guess I get excited with basketball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so where, where do you find your inspiration? Who do I find my inspiration? Yeah. Like what, who, like who inspires me to do my music? Sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm just trying to figure out the content. <laughs> Yeah, who inspires you, or where do you get your inspiration from? Um, honestly, my family. And, oh, okay. uh, I say my family, and essentially, just the artists that I grew up listening to, like Red Man and like Wu Tang. You know, like I got mad classic. I got mad albums that I be collecting, like the Chronic. Uh, you know, yeah, Red yeah. Listening to them, and then I guess going through my experiences and having those records match those experiences mm. at such an early age of my life. Anyway, going yeah. through that, and then having my uh, family being just musically gifted. I got cousins that can sing. I got cousins that can rap. You know what I'm saying? I got people that can just draw. Like mm -hmm. this is art everywhere in my family. So just growing up around that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and my brother, rest in peace. Like, for real, like, uh, we call him the king of poetry. He's dope. He's a dope poet. He always has been. And I kind of, um, when he just he passed away, I kind of just went even heavier with the writing as far as my music. Because I know that's something I'm pretty sure he would have eventually came around to do. And I'm trying to complete that mission. Not only for yeah. myself, but for him too. So. Mm. That's the deep part of my purpose in music, too. Yeah. I'm sorry for. Um, no, you good. Yeah. Stations, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, looking down and, and uh, following you, making sure you're doing your thing that you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, so what's the best advice given to you? What was the best advice that anyone has ever given to you? It doesn't have to be someone you know. It could be, you know, somebody that some quotes or something or. Hmm. <laughs> uh, my first performance I did in, it was called Murray, I went to uh, Murrayville Elementary School in Rockville. So it was like my first performance ever doing like a talent show. And mm -hmm. I was rapping, funny enough, at the, before I was super serious about it, you know, I was playing with it. Um, I, I did my first performance and it's crazy because I had nothing prepared, had nothing written down. I kind of just went there like just blind, just going in there and rapped over a beat that had a chorus already, which was corny by the way. And it was wow. over a CD, but it's okay. It, okay. Was, a, <laughs> it was a talent show. So, I'm pretty much mumbling the whole, like, before mumble rap was even really a thing. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> mumbling over the beat because I just didn't write nothing. Like, kind of freestyling a little bit, trying to anyway. And I don't know. I, evidently, I was panicking, having a panic attack low-key in front of everybody. So <laughs> as, the, as the song was over, I get the walking back. And one older, one, I don't know who he was, probably, like, one of the staff members at the school or something, but he was just like, hey, man, like, don't let him see you sweat. 
You know what I mean? You good. So yeah. I see you spent. So in other words, like they don't know what I got going on. Like they don't know what my act is, or whatever. Like, and the great thing about it is now that I am performing and I have my song, I have songs, you know what I mean? They're right. already yeah. So my confidence, of course, as far as performing is greater, but uh I would have to say between but from that particular speech, I still keep that in mind because I felt like the show you went to that we performed that I thought I was gonna bomb that night, to be honest. That's why I did one song. Because I was I, I smoke, I I I'm a party guy, I ain't gonna lie to you. I vibe. So before that, I even got the chance to perform, I was already L I T, like L I T T. So I was <laughs> so I'm like, damn, I might actually bomb tonight. Like, I don't know. I hope I don't miss a word type thing. I'm skunked. But I was able to just like a magician got up there and yeah, hold it in. Like I and I, you know, what I mean, everybody in there was pretty much from the same level I was. Cause some that kind of helped my confidence a little bit. But I always try to feed off the energy in there. I'm sensitive to energy, so uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, I can tell when crowd ain't with me or I can tell when they are with me or just giving me a chance. So I just took advantage of that situation of everybody being, you know, vibed up and right. yeah, just went ahead and continue going about my performance, even though, you know, the mics and all that was messing up for me. Like you're going to deal with that as a performer too. Some uh, things might not be all correct, but yeah, you got to play it off. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to play it off. got to get through it. Yeah. That's all that really means. I'm never see you sweat. Just get through it. I love it. I love it. So you know what comes to mind is having your own mic, <laughs> carrying hand carrying your own personal mic to every performance just in case. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. But... I thought about it, but I don't know how. To... I'm still learning myself. Yeah. On how to get all that because I really want to have my own like studio eventually too, but. Ugh, you know, that's a dream yeah. for another day. I ain't going to tap. Right, right, right. Oh, I want to mention something, though. I do want to mention something. Uh, my merch. Uh-huh. I have merch coming next year. And oh, okay. I believe I got two people I'm, I'm thinking about working on uh, these shirts with because my logo is essentially, I want to say, I'm putting it on hoodies, shirts. Like, it's going, it's groovy enough. They're going to be in different colorways and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just gonna switch up the colorways with my logo, and I'm gonna put it on my merch as well as my album covers. So it's gonna make sense when I start, you know, putting that out there. But that's next year festivities. I just wanted to put that out there on this podcast. You heard it here first, in other words. Yay! I feel so special. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I was going to uh, allude to next. Wait, let's see. Little Red says, "I know an artist." They had to improve because the sound went out. It was a vibe, but not everyone knows how to deal with that. Practice for if things go, do go wrong. Thanks for that. Yeah. Okay. He said, she said, I need a shroom shirt. Oh, yeah, the shroom yeah me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah that's good feedback, Lita Red. <laughs> I'm thinking, look, I'm thinking of Super Mario Brothers, right? <laughs> When I think of shrooms for some reason, because there's much exactly there. It's like <laughs> I saw that movie on shrooms actually. Oh, for like, real? Like, the most recent, yeah, Super Smash, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like 
that's kind of what that is, if you think about it. I mean, yeah. if you do it, like, yeah, it's Mario Land for sure. Super Mario World. Yeah. I love, that's yeah. I, I, I love Super my, my kids play uh, Smash, Super Mario Smash Brothers or whatever. Smash. I, I wouldn't, like, they'll say, Mom, come on, let's play play with us. So, and I'm like, you know, a Nintendo geek. Like, I used to play Super Mario Brothers growing up. Right, mm-hmm. the old school, like the Great Council. So anyway, yeah. they gave me this remote or controller, and I'm like, they kept whipping my butt. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with y'all. <laughs> y'all can have it. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I like the old Nintendo. Yeah. The handhelds like that, but you know, yeah. when I had consoles, I was messing with them. <laughs> so. Yeah, so what's next for Cryptic and what message would you like to give your fans and up-and-coming artists besides oh, the merch? The merch, okay, well, what's next, yeah, what's next for me is outside of the merch would just be, of course, dropping this album, Tells from the Cryptic, my second album on Halloween this year, and making sure that um, come Valentine's Day next year, third album, uh, Cryptic Crazy Cool underway. Those are my next two biggest projects coming up. I do have a record I got going on with an artifact called Hippie Music as well. Um, that's just going to be on our EP, which is the Up and Adam EP with uh, Halsey, featuring Halsey. Okay. And on that record, Hippie Music is supposed to feature Lady Reed too. Shouts out to her. I don't know if she's watching, but yeah, that's that's another artist that we're looking forward looking forward to working with. So it's wow. pretty. It's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot coming. Um, I just, you know, can't wait for y'all to see this. Oh, and what's active, what's coming up right now is uh, up 7 p.m. Rockville. Make sure you get that when that come out. That's a video that's dropping this Friday, I believe, or sometime this weekend. What? I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I love this. You, you know I've been replaying that on on the story feeds, <laughs> 7 p.m. Yeah, that's, the video for that is definitely coming out either this weekend or sometime next week. Just between these, this week and yeah, next is supposed to be out for sure. So be on the lookout for that. I can't wait for that myself, to be honest. I ain't see any scenes or anything, so I'm gonna be just as surprised as you guys whenever I see it. So. Oh wow, that's gonna be so dope. <laughs> well, what I got out of Cryptic is that he is a mysterious guy with a sense of humor through his vivid colors. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just want to make sure that everybody is listening to us. And we have this streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And after the show, I'm going to upload this feed to our Apple Podcast and Spotify. And um, make sure, and then I'll create a reel. Because Instagram is special like that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> hold tight, Cryptic. But I just want to wish everybody um, well wishes. Have a pleasant evening. And make sure to tap into Cryptic. He's on IG and he's on the um, commentary uh, for this podcast. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Stay groovy.